Hello, Boston fans around the world. Thank you for joining us once again here on Good Friday for another episode of the Friday Night Panel featuring Mike Corr, myself, and uh, we're soon to be joined by Cedric Ben. One of those days, guys. One of those yeah, days. That certainly is one of those days. There we I, go. I think, I think it's just like you like to hear yourself talk, isn't it? I, I, I want to make sure I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, what would well if we sat here in silence? And not just my lips moving. <laughs> All right. Know, so, you know, Japanese movie. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Everything's set on my end. Uh, well, Mike, uh, how you doing? You're gonna rip some of these some of the fights that are coming. Uh, we got a, we got a couple of big ones. One in uh, North America. One over in the UK. So, which one are you gonna start with? Uh, I'm definitely gonna start with the Connor Ben uh, uh, fight card, man. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to this one. Ben versus Van Hendren, uh, Herden. Uh, starting at 2 p.m. guys tomorrow. Uh, Connor Ben will defend his WBA. Continental Welter title against South Africa's Chris Van Herden at the AO Arena Manchester. Uh, you know, the Destroyer, he's 20 and 0 with 13 KOs, secured a stunning knockout over the former world champion, uh, Chris Algieri, uh, last time out in December, taking out the American with a brutal right hand in the fourth round of their top off the bill clash at the M&S Bank Arena in Liverpool. Uh, this 20, you know, the 25 year old contender from Essex holds up. The top 10 rankings with the WBA, the WBO, and the IBF after notching three wins during a breakout 2021. And the British star believes that 2022 will be an even bigger year for him as he works towards a world title shot. Then we got the Heat, man, born in Johannesburg, South Africa, previously held the IBO welterweight world title from 2011 to 2013 after beating Mabuza and uh, Sebastian Andreas Lurgen and Matthew Hatton during his title reign. Uh, now residing in Santa Monica, California, uh, the 34-year-old Southpaw is eager to test himself against one of the fastest rising welterweights in the world of boxing and should provide valuable rounds, having only been stopped once by Earl Spence in 32 fights. I'm looking forward to this fight, Graham. Uh, you know, Connor Ben, you know, he is he is one of these guys, you know, up-and-comer. He's got some shoes to fill, you know, uh, that being, you know, the son of a legend. Um, you know, a lot of pressure for him to perform and, and continue to perform on such a high level. But, um, you know, I think I think he needs to be tested. Um, I know he's rushing. He wants to, uh, you know, he really wants to climb fast. And, uh, you know, he needs to he needs to slow down a bit, man. And, and honestly, he needs to he needs to calm down and, and, and ease into getting into this better competition. But uh, this fight's going to be a good one for him. I'm. I'm do you think? Do you think that, uh, as some of the critics have suggested, that it's Conor Ben cherry picking his opponent, uh, avoiding some of the other fighters in this division? I mean, who is Chris Ben Heerden? He's he's relatively older. He's a bit taller than Ben, um, but doesn't seem like he has the power. He hasn't fought in over two years. Right. So, yeah, like you know, his his last outing was December nineteenth against Jaron Ennis, and right. uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> No contest, man. Uh, you know, it was for the vacant International Boxing Organization World Welter title. Uh, Van Heerden suffered a cut from an accidental headbutt. Fight was done, right? Uh, he hasn't been in the ring since then. And uh, honestly, it was like a year before that uh, where he fought again, which was against uh, Alzenbeck Kozev. And uh, 
you know, it was another cut bridge of the nose, round three, cut left eye, round five, both from legal punches. Van Heerden cut above left eye, round one, cut around, cut right eye, round five, both from accidental headbutts. I don't know. <laughs> it seems like a, it seems like a pattern, you know. Uh, Van Heerden, he's 28, two and one with 12 KOs. Um, you know, an active man, Southpaw, he's 5'9", 72 inch reach. He is managed by Peter Kahn. And, uh, you know, We'll, we'll just we're gonna see we're gonna see what's gonna happen. Connor Ben though, um, you know, he's looking to make a statement, man. He uh, he wants out from under that shadow uh, of you know his father, and uh, he's looking to make a, a statement in the in the world of boxing for himself. I'm super excited to see him out. You know, he's been really impressive in his last uh, his last few outings. Uh, you know, Algeria that that was a big one, um, and uh, before that, I believe it was uh, the Canadian, right or no? Um, Granados. Oh, there you uh, go. Sorry. But Samuel Vargas, right? Which was another big win for him. And that was a TKO in the first round. I just want to mention that uh, if there is anything in Van Heerden's favor, is the fact that his father was brutally murdered three years ago. And so if he has something to prove in the ring, it'd be not just to himself, but on behalf of his dad. So he's he's got something at stake as well because he's been pointing that out in the press an awful lot uh, you know that he's not just in there because uh, he is being uh, cherry picked if you will mm-hmm. uh, you know I'm, I, I'm curious what, what are your thoughts Mike I mean at the end of the day let's let's just say uh, Connor Ben wins let's just say yeah um, who, 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 who'd you put him up against Keith Thurman who's who's out there now um, um, honestly uh, it'll be a little hard to say where he's going to go next it's, it's all going to be um, we, we, know, we know it's not David Avanesian, right? <laughs> no, no, it's not Avanesian. That's for sure. Because uh, Ben tells him to stop calling me out. Uh, you know, it's it's pretty f- funny, man. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Connor Ben says he's not interested in fighting David Avanesian or Florian Marku. I thought that Florian Marku would have been a good matchup for uh, Connor Ben. Definitely. Um, honestly, he's we, we profiled uh, Florian Marku. Florian Marku, you know, he had a great weekend uh, this past weekend when he fought. Uh, I'd like to see that, man, to be honest. But uh, it looks like Ben has no interest in fighting uh, either of those guys, which is uh, a little upsetting, if uh, if I if I must say. You know, he's so eager to make make such a name for himself. You know, why why shy away from the fights, man? Why why duck and dodge people? If there's people that want to fight, you just get in that ring and do it, man. That's that's what I believe. Who else is on that card? Oh, so not only do we have that great fight, that's going to be awesome, man. It's a huge undercard. Uh, we got cruiserweight champion Chris Billum Smith, who's 14 and one with 10 KOs, in a rematch against Belfast former champion Tommy McCarthy, who's 18 3 with nine KOs, following their epic back and forth battle at the Matchroom headquarters last summer. Uh, the gentleman withstood a late fight back from McCarthy as he edged out a narrow split points decision to add to his Commonwealth title before defending his EBU crown with points win over uh, Dylan Bergeon in Sheffield. Uh, Manchester super featherweight uh, contender uh, Zelfa Barrett, who's 27-1 and one with 16 KOs, looks to build on his impressive IBF world title eliminator win over Bruno uh, Tarmel uh, on the Parker versus Chisora two undercard when he challenges European champion 
uh, Gurbanov, who was 19-3-3, and former opponent of uh, Joe Cardona. You know, it's uh, th this card's pretty big, man. Uh, we also have hard-hitting cruiserweight talent, uh, Jordan Thompson. Uh, you know, he's 12-0 and 0 with 10 KOs, man. He's he, And he scored two big first-round knockouts since putting pen to paper on the promotional deal with Eddie Hearn last June. And uh, the 28-year-old former Manchester uh, uh, from Manchester will be out to impress his home fans again as he works towards his first title shot in 2022. Um, also, Campbell Hatton, um, love this kid, man. Six and zero, two KOs. Quickly returns to action after earning the best win of his career over Joe Ducker last month. Uh, little leverage Jack Cullen, 20 and 3 and 1 with nine KOs, aims to bounce back from his stoppage loss to Kevin uh, Sajo in December. Um, honestly, it's a great card, great card, definitely one to be watching. I'm super excited. Uh, there's lots of lot, lot, lots of lots of action here, and we got Alicia Baumgartner back in action. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Definitely like seeing this girl, man. Um, this one's for the WBC World Female Super Feather title and the IBO World Female Super Feather title. And uh, she's taking on Edith uh, Mathesy. And uh, yeah, man, these women, you know what they do, Graham. They're, they're uh, definitely definitely stealing the show from time to time. And uh, you know what? I think it's going to be it's going to be great, man. I can't wait to see uh, Baumgartner back in action. Um, you know, she she was pretty impressive her last outing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We got uh, Carl Carl Chapman in here uh, from the UK. <laughs> oh, he doesn't he doesn't like the condo that I'm at. <laughs> it's fake, by the way, Carl. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Honestly, uh, guys, if you get the chance, man, tomorrow I know it is Easter weekend. Check out this. You got to check this card out, man. It's uh, they got some great, great, great fights, man. That are coming up, man. We got some young guys here. You know, the Jordan Thompsons, you know, Thomas Whitaker Hart, Campbell Hatton, these guys, Luke Evans, you know, all undefeated, looking to, you know, improve and keep that record undefeated. But you know what it is, man. <laughs> it's it's going to be a weekend of fights. I know everybody's going to be busy, but definitely you've got to check this card out, man. Connor Ben, Van Heerden, you know, undercard, William Smith, McCarthy. We got Baumgartner on there, you know, putting up those titles. You know, you couldn't ask for you couldn't ask for a better card, to be honest, for this weekend, uh, with it being Easter. But it's not the only card. It's not the only nope. card. Who are you looking it's forward not. to seeing? On, who are you looking forward to seeing on that? You looking that Baumgartner? You want to see Baumgartner back out in action again? Yeah, I do like the women. Uh, I've mentioned it before. I've mentioned it again. Uh, they do provide that element of excitement every single time they step into the ring, because you never know what is going to happen. Well, you can say that about any boxing match, quite <laughs> frankly. Right. But, but uh, I do enjoy watching the women just beat themselves up. It's fantastic stuff. Oh, definitely. And, you know, Baumgartner's uh, coming off her, uh, her win against Terry Harper for the WBC yep. and the yep. IPO female super feather title. And, you know, yep. last fight that was TKO in the fourth, you know, scheduled for 10 rounds. What a great, uh, what a great performance by Baumgartner, man. And uh, definitely she's going to be one to watch. And, um, you know, it should be uh, an exciting event. But that's not the only uh, not the only event that uh, we have to look forward to this weekend, man. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry, I was just going to say it because yeah. again, we're we're talking about if Connor Ben wins, yeah, uh, you know, and if Errol Spence Errol Spence Jr. wins, 
those two might go head to head because I, I was mentioning uh, earlier who do you think that he might go up against? You know, Keith Thurman. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if uh, Crawford's got himself the right management team yet. If you got any management team, <laughs> they can even they can even set him up for a fight, as you say earlier, other than talk and fight. Uh, but you know, the, the, so anyways, let, let's bounce across the pond and uh, let's talk about Errol Spence and. Uh, Yugas, yeah, yeah, uh, guys. So Saturday, man. Um, you know, after you're finished watching that 2 p.m. pay per view, or sorry, 2 p.m. event, definitely Showtime pay per view, Fight TV, yep. 9 p.m. It starts. You know, that WBC and IBF World Champion Earl, the True Spence Jr. and WA World Champion, you guys will square off in this welterweight title unification clash that headlines the Showtime pay per view, guys. I'm super excited for this. Spence versus Ugas is just the 12th unification in this rich history of welterweight division, joining other classic matchups like Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, Tommy Hearns, and Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao. And on the top pound-for-pound fighter, one of the top pound-for-pound fighters in the sport, Spence, looks to add a third welterweight championship belt to his resume uh, when he fights, man, and uh, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm totally looking forward to this fight. I think it's going to be big. You know, Spence being 27 and 0 with 21 KOs, you know, returns to the ring after he was forced to pull out of a summer showdown against Pacquiao due to an eye injury that he uh, since recovered from. You know, the 30 year old, the 31 year old was launched into stardom when he first captured a welterweight crown by traveling to the UK to stop Cal Brook in front of Brooks hometown fans in 2017. Um, you know. What can you say, man? Uh, Earl Spence, definitely one of those great fighters. Um, he never ceases to amaze me every time he's out there. I do like watching this guy. But, you know, you have Ugas, and he's established himself as an elite welterweight since returning from a layoff in 2016 and elevating himself to world champion, you know, to a world champion in January of last year after winning the WBA belt by defending or defeating Abel Ramos in September of 2020. Uh, he solidified his world championship status last August when he stepped in for an injured Spence to defeat Pacquiao by unanimous decision. Uh, you know, hailing from San Diego, Cuba, and now living in Miami, Florida, you guys was on an eight-fight winning streak before losing a narrow split decision to Sean Porter in the first world title fight in March of 2019, having been edged out on the scorecards after what appeared to be a 12th-round knockdown in his favor. Uh, was ruled a split by the referee. The Olympics brought Melodist trains in Las Vegas with renowned coach uh, Ismail Salas and uh, owns victories over the undefeated fighters, Jamal James, uh, Omar Figueroa Jr. Uh, we got Prella, plus veteran contenders, Thomas uh, Dillamore and Ray Robinson. Um, it's going to be a great fight, man, and it's got a great undercard as well. Uh, we got Radzahab Butayev. Uh, I've you know, he's up He's up on this here on the undercard for the WBA World Walter title against uh, Steninus. Um, I like this kid, this kid, Butiev, 14-0, looking to stay undefeated. Yeah. And, and I'm happy to announce, man, that uh, one of our Canadian brethren, Cody Crawley, the Crippler, is up. Oh, nice. Action, another welterweight bout. And he's looking to improve to 21-0 against Josito Lopez, who is 38-8-0 right now. Uh, this one, this is a big one, man. Also, Isaac Cruz is on this card as well. Uh, big fan of this kid, man. The Pitbull, uh, you know, last fight out, he lost against Gervonta Davis, uh, but he went the distance. You know, uh, this kid, he's got 
no off switch, man. He is <laughs> literally coming forward all the time, never, never stopping, man. He's like the energizer bunny. <laughs> I love watching this kid fight, man. He's just got a, a, a gas tank that can't empty. Uh, you know, he's always pushing forward. He's he's pressing the whole fight, man. The stamina that this kid has. And honestly, he's got the power to put people out. Uh, you know, and I love watching this kid when he's in action. So definitely this undercard is starting to uh starting to uh you know gear up to be a really nice one. You know, Cody Crawley, Isaac Cruz, Butaev, and then also uh, there's another title up for grabs. Uh, another guy that I profiled, man, Jose Valenzuela. Uh, yep. Vacant WBC Continental America's light title against Francisco Vargas. Uh, this one's uh, going to be another good fight, man. I- I'm-, I'm hoping that my man, Jose Valenzuela, this prospect I've been watching for a while, is going to come through, stay undefeated, and uh, you know put this belt around his waist, man, tomorrow. And you can't forget that Brandon Lee... And the uh, Zachary Okoa is on this card. Uh, Brandon Lee, I've profiled this kid, man. 24-0, 22 knockouts, super light division. He's 22 years old, 5'10", 71-inch reach. Kids ranked 9 out of 306 in the United States and 23 out of 2018 in the world at at 22. Uh, He's coming off a KO victory against Juan Heraldez. Uh, Heraldo's down, count was suspended. That was a KO in the seventh, uh, and that was back in December 11th, 2021. Uh, definitely, this kid, got to watch out for him. Um, you know, he's one of these kids that I've been watching for a while. Maybe not a lot of people know about him, but you will know about him soon, man. Um, Brandon Lee, look out for this kid on this card. You know, honestly, this, this card's pretty stacked. This card's pretty stacked with a bunch of uh, up-and-comers. Um, you know, we got... Eftor Apoche, 11-1 against Adrian Taylor. Fernand, uh, Darius Fulgram, um, coming out light heavy. Watch out for this kid, man. I follow this kid on Instagram. Uh, he's 1-0, light heavy division. He's taken on uh, uh, Devine Nakihir, uh, who's 5-1-0. And, and um, honestly, I've been watching this kid uh, transition into the paid ranks. He's looking pretty good. You know, coming through on his first victory, which was back in, um, I believe, I believe it was uh, December, mid-December last year. And he fought uh, Juan Emmanuel Navarrete, uh, you know, and it was a debut. It was TKO in the first round. Uh, he's looking, you know, he's looking to keep his undefeated record. And, um, you know, I can't wait to see him. Maybe, maybe, maybe show a little bit more of his skills with, uh, uh, you know, this fight. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's going to show a little more because honestly, it was a quick bout the first one. But definitely a kid to watch, man. Darius Fulgram. I'm following this kid on Instagram. The kid's got great work ethic, good speed, great defense, and uh, tons and tons of power. So Cedric, seeing us, welcome back, brother. Yeah. Welcome back. Well, let's put, let's put Cedric on the hot spot. Who's he thinks going to win first? Uh, let's who's he thinks going to win between uh, Connor Bannon and the South African Van Heerden? Cedric, uh, who thinks going to win that fight? Well, I, I'm automatically going to go with uh, with Connor Ben because we share the same last name. So, I, 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 <laughs> no matter what. Yo, are you going to Vegas to bet the house on that one too? <laughs> I don't know about betting the house. But <laughs> I'm mentally bet on it. All right. Uh, so assuming no, assuming Connor Ben. I think Conor Ben is, is going to pull it out. Ben Heerden, he's not a big name that you hear about uh, um, competing a lot, but he is a, a tough competitor. 
Yeah. Even though uh, I can't remember if it was Terrence Crawford or Earl Spence that fought him, one of them stopped him. But even like you know, before the stoppage, it was a good fight before the stoppage. So, you know, he's a tough competitor. He'll give he'll give he'll give Conor Ben a good uh, a good test. Like he'll put up a good fight. But I definitely think Conor Ben is gonna is gonna take it. It was Earl Spence that stopped him back in 2015. Uh, it was a TKO loss in eighth. Ben Heerden was down twice in round seven. So then, then yeah. we move across the we move across the pond, and we've been talking about uh, Errol Spence uh, going up against Eugenius Yugas. Uh, who do you got in that fight? Oh, he froze there. I think uh, I think that was a too too hard of a question for him to answer at the moment. That was <laughs> froze himself. Oh, Errol Spence by unanimous. Up. There we go. Is that what you're saying? Errol Spence so, by can you decision. You think Yugas? You, you think you think Yugas can go the distance? Uh, yes, I do because oh. you know a lot of people are over are overlooking Ugas, saying he's not you know not really worth being there. But if you, if you remember just a couple of fights ago, he um, he went he, he went the distance with with Sean Porter, and a lot of people well I don't know about a lot of people, but I thought he actually put up a very good fight and could have won that one. Um, he put up a good fight against a couple of good guys, uh, so yeah, I, I I don't think Ugas is 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 as low as people talk about him to be. And I expect him to put up a good fight. He, you know, he does come from that Cuban background. He's not expected to. Uh, I know he's not. He's definitely the underdog, but I think he still put. Up, he's, he still has the boxing skills to, uh, to, to 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 go twelve rounds with Earl Spence. Well, you know, don't forget though. He he also is thirty five years old, right? Um, that's 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 another thing. Age might come into factor a little bit there. Um, you know, Earl Spence. He's I, I believe he's a little bit younger. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, Earl's in his thirties too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But I believe he is a little bit younger, you know. And and when you get into those thirties, man, each of those uh, each of those each of those years uh, adds a little bit of extra. And plus, you, you know, there's, there's there's a few questions about Earl Spence. He just had eye surgery a couple of months ago. Yeah, um, yeah. Because remember that that was the whole reason why. Um, the reason why Ugas got that Pacquiao fight is because Earl Spence was supposed to get that fight. And, yeah, uh, but had to, had to back out due to the eye injury, right? So yeah, exactly. So, so uh, yeah, man. You know, I think I think it'll go twelve rounds. Yeah. So uh, so we were looking into our crystal ball then, and we were saying, okay, let's say Connor Ben wins, let's say uh, Spence wins. Who's who's he going to go up against? Is Terence Crawford going to get a shot? Is uh, Keith Keith Thurman going to get a shot? Who, 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 oh, who do you think? Keith Thurman. I think Keith Thurman should. Um, should get a shot. I think it's it's kind of a personal thing with with Earl Spence and Keith Thurman because when Earl Spence was on the way up, he was trying to get a fight with Keith Thurman, and Keith Thurman was brushing him off, saying that he was, you know, he hasn't done anything yet, and then, uh, you know, he would tell him, told him to go win a couple belts first, you know, and now 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 the roles are reversed, and Keith Thurman is the one asking for the for the big fight, and Earl Spence is kind of you know putting up his middle finger to him just just because he remembers <laughs> what happened a couple of years ago, so. Um, you know, Keith Thurman or recently, I, I haven't heard it myself, but I've listened to a few podcasts where Earl Spence, you know, people have quoted Earl Spence as saying that he, he's going to be fighting another time this year. And um, he meant that Terrence Crawford is the only fight that people want. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to put this out there. I'm, I'm going to put this out there. I think next for, I think next for, uh, for Ben should be uh, Cody Crowley. Who? 
Cody Crawley, man, our Canadian boy. You know? Cody Crowley and the Canadian Crippler. <laughs> yo, Connor Bennett's ranked 12th right now. And uh, yo, Cody Crawley's sitting at a nice number 10. Yeah, but he's number 10 ranked pound for pound, 147. Like, hey man, let's uh let's let's see the Canadian, you know. Cody yes. Crowley looked good yes. his last outing. Uh, you know, the kid we've we've interviewed him, you know, he's he's uh, friends with us here at Talk and Fight. You know, we know his work ethic. We know he's dedicated, man. Uh, you know, we know he was, like, living out of his car to train in Vegas after he moved from Canada. You know, this yeah. kid's dedicated. And, um, yo, honestly, I think he slept on, man. I think a lot of people sleep on him because he's Canadian. And that's not right. Um, don't don't count him out of the loop, man. This guy's willing to take a fight anytime, anywhere. And you know what? Honestly, if he's sitting too above Connor Ben, let's make that one happen. Let's see the Canadian in there. You know, last time Connor yeah, Ben yeah, fought yeah. a Canadian sure, work sure, as well. I'm sure, I'm sure he's focused on his fight. To, who's he fighting tomorrow again? Oh, yeah, Jose Cito Lopez. Yep. Who was a very good competitor. Definitely. Um, he was in there. Jose Cito Lopez was in there with some top guys. I know he was in there with Canelo. Oh, man. With, uh, he's been in there with Thurman. He's been in there with Miguel Cruz. He's been in there with, you know, and Mark yeah, Thurman. Man. Yeah, yo, he's in there with Alvarez, Victor Ortiz, uh, Jesse Vargas. Like he's been, he's been with a lot of people, man. He's he's got some experience in the ring. You know, thirty-eight. He's thirty-eight and eight, twenty-one knockouts. Uh, it's gonna be a great fight for Cody Crawley. I can't wait to see him step up, man. Brooke will. Brooke, what's Carl saying here? Brooke will be next for Ben. Hmm. Brooke. Brooke? Yeah, maybe. Uh, could work. Could work. It'll be next. Is that, is that what you're predicting, Carl? Brooke will be next for Ben. That that would, Carl, my man, Carl. I apologize. I was supposed to step on the show yesterday. Definitely, that would be. I don't know, man. I, I think, I mean, obviously that the you know I don't know. I just I don't think they would be taking this fight if 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 he wasn't confident in his eye. Like I don't think, you know, you know, you, you've been they they've been through the training camp. Obviously, he's he's, he's yeah. had some tough yeah. sparring. Um, you know, he they pulled out of the of the Pacquiao fight. That would have been. A, the Pacquiao fight is is a bigger fight than his Ugas fight. So if he had to pull out of, of the Pacquiao fight of his eye because of his eye, I don't think you know I don't think he, he you know he would he would pull out of this one because of the eye. So you know I think he's 100. percent I don't think he's going there thinking that he's wondering what's going to happen. That's what sparring is for. That's what sparring is for to test that test that stuff out. So if he wasn't if he didn't feel 100, percent I don't think he'd be taking the fight. So I think he's ready. Carl, that, that sorry, so, I was saying that to, to to answer Carl, who didn't think uh, Carl Spence has it left. Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 you know it's a good fight. Um, but yeah, if if Brooke fights Ben, it'll be at a catch weight. Um, that'll be great. But you know what? He's he's already he's already turning down guys that wanna that wanna fight him. We're you know sitting up uh, sitting up the ranks above him, man. You know he's he's he's, he's denying having yeah. decent. He's saying, yo, stop stop calling me out, man. I'm not asking any of that. You know what I mean? For Ben. <laughs> yo, that's a good one, Carl. Never thought of that one. Crowley should jump in with Evanison. That would be great, man. That would be a great fight. Um, I can't wait to see. You know what, man? It's Easter. We get some boxing. It's going to be great, man. Guys, make sure you watch it. 2 p.m., 9 p.m. We got some big things going on in the boxing world. Uh, definitely a great weekend to watch fights. Super excited. Yeah. Someone's going to get crucified tomorrow night. 
right. Yo, somebody's getting knocked out, and we feature it Sunday, so make sure you tune right. in. <laughs> it just goes to show, though. It just goes to show what a great division this is. We've, we've mentioned these names. We've been talking about this division for a full half hour now, so it's a great division. It's huge. It's huge, man. You know, if you, if you think about it, with with, with this Walter division and this Walter division, it's 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 stacked. The Walter division is stacked, man. It's yeah. it's a great division. You know, you got your top your top ten. You know, Crawford, UGas, Thurman, Brooke, Garcia, Ortiz, Evanisen, Enes, Butiev, Crawley. That's just the top ten, man. And then you know, Castillo, Clayton, Ben. We got Ramos, you know, Stanis, Khan, Jamal James, all all creeping up the back there, man. So uh, yep. we're, gonna, we're gonna get to see some, we get to see some great action for the rest of the year, man. Is there any other? I know there are. There's a fight going on tonight. I can't remember uh, where, but there's a fight going on tonight. But uh, if I can just switch sides here, uh, what about what about this uh, Andy Ruiz announcement going up against uh, Tyrone Spong and any? Did you read anything about that? Hear anything? Uh, yeah, I haven't even. I've been. I've been so busy with, oh. with, with the with the new prospects and 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 this weekend's fights, man. I haven't even had a chance to look at that one yet. But that's a, it's a, it's interesting yeah. because oh, yeah. Triller's putting it on. Okay, yeah. so it's a Triller fight. Okay, so the you know former former heavyweight dude uh, Andy Ruiz going up against uh, an undefeated contender called Tyrone Spong. I think he's 14, 14 and zero, and it doesn't matter. But he's been accused of being uh, juiced up. So uh, there's, there's a whole, uh, you know, thing, thing going on here with this next thriller fight. Uh, just, just for fun, uh, I'll tell you, because um, I was reading it on the news event uh, this, this morning. Uh, the fellow who produced So You Think You Can Dance and uh, American Idol, he's the same guy who's producing this thriller next show. So, oh, so it's gonna so, be it's gonna be a, a dance competition. <laughs> so, so it's gonna be maybe twelve rounds of uh, some ballet with a couple of punches. You know, you know, at the end of the day, you're sitting there going, uh, "Andy Ruiz, uh, you know, is, is over here." And you've got this. Com- well, okay, I'm gonna say it. A completely unknown over here, even though he is undefeated and he's out of Suriname. Uh, so it's great that they pick someone out of the blue, out of nowhere, like as far as I'm concerned, it's great. Because I, I was complaining just the other day about it's always either English or Mexican or American fighters or you know, the odd Filipino. But now here's a guy out of Suriname going up against Andy Ruiz. Oh. Um, so should we, yeah, I'm just saying it should be an interesting fight. Uh, I don't know who's on the undercard, but I do know that Triller's putting in some interesting names together, including the producer of the show. <laughs> As I said, so, so, so anyway, I just thought to throw that in there while, uh, you know, well, yeah, you know uh, while, Cedric, while, while, while Cedric continues to drive along and. Uh, <laughs> Yo, he, it must be nice to get driven around in that limo, eh, Cedric? Yeah, he, he's, he's probably going to pull up to the McDonald's any, any moment now. Yo, yo, give me, give me combo two, man, when you roll through the McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Uh, yes, yo, Carl just dropped them, man. It's it's a shame that all these guys are avoiding each other, man. It is a shame. It really does suck, man. These guys need to take one out of the woman's book and just start fighting. That's it, man. That's all they gotta do. Well, sorry, what was that last comment? Hey, by the way, sorry, I'm t- I'm saying it's a shame that everybody in these divisions, man, that they're all avoiding each other. 
You know, they should take one out of the woman's book, man, and, and just get in that ring and smash that out, man. Mm. Yeah, that's, you know, unfortunately, Having- it's a... Uh, Boxing, they say they say that boxing is a business uh, uh, dis- disguised as a sport. <laughs> so a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of a lot of times the big fights don't happen again. You know, I say this all the time. Sometimes when the big fights don't happen, it's not it's not because these guys are afraid of each other. You know, you don't you don't box for 10, 15 years and all of a sudden wake up in the morning and you're afraid of, of an, yeah. you know of, another, of your opponent. It's 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 the 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 organizations that. Um, that are thinking about the money that are make that they're making with these champions and if they keep them a champion and a lot of people don't know that you know you get paid more if you have a belt so that's another reason why these guys are trying to hold on to that belt where you know oh, where, yeah. <laughs> or the or the, the managements are are, are are trying to make sure that their fighters are holding on to the belt because they you know they get to they get a larger percent of that paycheck too so yeah, yeah yeah and those really, sanctioning body and those sanctioning bodies take a big point of that a big part of that too what I what I uh, what I tell people is that we shouldn't be mad at the fighters. We should get more onto these uh, onto the to the organizations, the promoters, the promoters. For they're they're the ones that are ultimately the ones that sign the checks and say what's going on, right? So, you know, yeah, for these yeah. promoters, for these promoters, it's risk over reward, man. The reward has yeah. to has to definitely uh, outweigh that risk. You know, you're not going to get in there and risk something big for something small. There's no point. It doesn't make yeah. sense. It's a money-making business. These guys are in it to make money. Let's be real, man. It's called prize fighting for a real. It's not, you know, <laughs> it's not handshake exactly. at the end. It's paychecks, you know? Exactly. Well, exactly. Have, having said that, I mean, there's some pretty big news this week with respect to MTK Global, BoxRack, and Association of Boxing uh, Commissions some some heavy uh, heavy news with respect to lawsuits with respect to the US Treasury Department going after uh Kinahan uh, oh, the yeah. Irish <laughs> the Irish guy now now hiding out in Dubai uh but you know he's the guy who started uh MPK Global give me give me can you give me the brief, the the brief summary on on that i i did read the headline so this guy was Tyson Fury's old manager, and now he's under investigation. And what is what is the quick brief summary? He's the head of organized. He's the head of the organized crime. Uh, the unit, like, well, okay, with, with, with family, with, man. The family, the family, without a doubt, without a doubt, uh, is named in many jurisdictions as being wanted for a variety of criminal activities. So there is no doubt about that. Uh, but they did start MTK Global. They have since apparently uh, parted ways with MTK Global, leaving it in the hands of professionals, uh, such as fellows like Lee Eaton over in the UK. Uh, but in, in the meantime, what happened was there was a fight that happened in Dubai about a year ago, and the results of that fight were not accredited uh, via the box rec organization. Right. That that led to a whole series of uh, other uh, complaints, and has now led to a lawsuit in, in total. And the lawsuit is very. If the allegations in this lawsuit are absolutely incredible, uh, there's er- everything from uh, discrimination, uh, as well as uh, the financial losses that uh, the fighters incurred, endangerment to the fighters because of uh, uh, the false reporting, if you will, or the non-reporting. Uh, by BoxRec. Uh, but this is all because, quite frankly, the fellow who is the plaintiff in this case, uh, he um, he used to pretty well put on all the fights in Dubai 
until MTK Global came along and kind of took over that space. So yes, you can say it's a bit personal, uh, but on the other hand, the allegations are incredibly serious because they involve what's called racketeering or monopoly. And uh, the US government, no, they, they, the US government takes this incredibly seriously ever since the Muhammad, Muhammad Ali Act from way back when. Uh, uh, this is something that MTK Global is going to get in trouble about. Boxtrack is going to get in trouble. Uh, the Association of Boxing or, uh, Commissions is going to get in trouble because they, wow. are, are, they are being accused of uh, uh, monopoly. Uh, anti, antitrust legislation is put into place in America specifically to stop this from happening. Uh, and so they, they have a, an awful lot of allegations pending. Uh, that don't make it look very good for MTK Global at all whatsoever. And and honestly, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, wait till this all really unfolds, man. It's it's just the beginning. Once they start digging deeper and 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 this really starts, uh, you know, getting uh, getting to the forefront of the media and they start investigating deeper into it, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna reveal a lot of things and there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna be in trouble. Is this gonna be open to the public? Yeah, definitely. It already is. The, yeah. the, the, loss, the lawsuit is actually a public record, so you can actually go online. It's a 102-page document. You can read it from start to finish. It not only details the allegations, but it details the background to the people involved and their companies wow. that are involved. It is in, it's an incredible read. It's a book, and it's an incredible read. And uh, it's a fascinating uh, backstory to... Uh, what should not be happening in a professional sport such as boxing. Yeah, it's, like the uh, mob like the mob owning and running stuff. <laughs> yeah, which which is ironic because we were talking about how it's been cleaned up, the mob's yeah. no longer part of it. And then all of a sudden this comes to light and completely throws all those arguments out the door. Yes, uh, yes, there there is some there is some nefarious activity that is taking place. And I really do feel sorry for the boxers who are involved with MTK Global right now because they're obviously being tainted. Actually, there's an MTK fight night going on in Co I believe it's Coventry. If you take a look, I believe it's in, taking place in Coventry tonight, actually, over in the UK. So um, you know, you got to feel sorry for the boxers who are you know putting everything on the line and getting caught up in in the. Uh, Shitstorm is taking place because of the lawsuit, because of the U.S. Treasury Department going after the Kinahans or Kinahans. Uh, yeah, very, very, very serious allegations of criminal activity uh, behind them. I mean, you're you're talking the type of stuff that uh, you know put away all those gangsters back in the day. Yeah. Uh, not be not because they could be found guilty because of their uh, shootings or their robberies, but because of their uh, tax evasion fraud. And in this case. Their monopoly, uh, their ability to take the money away from the government's pocket and all the sanctioning bodies' pockets, man, lining their own and not the fighters and not the organization. Yeah, it's it's going to be. Uh, I, this is going to be interesting to watch it unfold and see how far it actually is is deep. All right, your call. So, I'm just curious, Carl, if you're going or not. Carl, are, um, you, are you going to your call? Are you you got invited? Are you going to watch it? If you, if you, if you do go, Carl, get try try to get an interview with one of the MTK guys. Get hold of Lee and grab, grab him by the scruff of the neck and find out if all these allegations are true. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> see how long Carol asks that you recall. <laughs> Media rep thrown out of your call. <laughs> for asking wrong question. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, yeah, that's that's all, all we really got to talk about tonight. To be honest, um, it's uh, it's Easter Don't weekend. The boxer, then, yeah. Yeah, man, we got yeah. uh, we got some great fights this weekend, guys. For everybody watching out there, definitely two o'clock, nine o'clock. Mark the time and dates on the calendar. That's tomorrow. Ben, uh, you know, Van Heerden, Spence. Uh, we, we got it, you guys. Definitely two all, great cards. Yeah, two great cards. Uh, fantastic fights coming up. The fighting is still continuing despite the shenanigans. Uh, but I, I must say, I reported most excellent news today during one of my newscasts, and that is that Avril Mathy is going back into the ring this June down down Atlanta. So uh, she's put she's putting her undefeated record back on the line, and we'll see her in the ring uh, this June. So I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Me too. Uh, man. Atlanta is only a 20 hour drive away from here, so uh, I might hop into the battle. battle wagon. I was talking fight hat on. <laughs> Excellent. Don't worry, Carl. Give me your address. I'll send you one. <laughs> right, right on. Right on. Alrighty. I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess. Uh, Cedric's ordering his burgers now at McDonald's. And uh, <laughs> yo, you better get me that combo too. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll, uh, we'll we'll sign off now. Graham, you have anything uh, that you want to tell the viewers before uh, before we get out of here? Probably not because you're frozen. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not disappeared. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> well, um, all the Talk and Fight fans, uh, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Friday Night Panel. Uh, yes, thank you for all the love and support, Carl. Thanks for all your comments, man. Much love and respect. Shout out to you in the uh, last bell boxing. To all the fans, you know what to do, man. Talkandfight.com. Hit up that subscribe, get that membership. You know, come join us next week. Same time, same channel, new topics. Don't forget, find out who is winning the knockout of the week award by joining me and Cedric Ben, four o'clock Eastern time for our knockout of the week award. Guys, we got to get to work so you don't have to. We'll see you next time on this channel. New topics. Take it easy. Any last words, Cedric? Nah, man. Some good fights this weekend. Shout out to Carl in the chat. Thanks for joining us again. And um, yeah, man. Lots of good fights. Even the, the undercards are great. So pay attention to all the fights. Guys, like, like, share, and subscribe. That's it. Like, share, subscribe. Get that membership, man. You know what it's about. Subscribe, talkfight.com. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. Peace. Adios.